Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, coaches. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today on the podcast. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Like, like I've said before, the technology behind this thing, I, I remember old school when they used to have those long metal racks, the ball would go up into this net and would come down this long metal rack. They, the technology and the ability that Dr. Dish does and all the people that work there and the, and the things that they give back to the community is second to none. Mention Coach Unplugged, me, Coach Collins, or anybody, and they'll give you $400 off. Also, go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop. It's got clinics. It's got handouts. It's got the uh, breakdowns. It's got on-court things teaching you. You know, I'm not, I'm not upselling you. I'm not, I'm not doing those kind of things. I'm not paying, making you pay for the clinic videos. I'm not making, I'm giving you everything that we got to make you a better basketball coach, along with me, um, someone that's won at the highest level in in the u.s <laughs> um, been nationally ranked i want to help you become a better basketball coach and that's why i started teachhoops.com that's why i want to help you win more basketball games go over and check it out and in closing if you if you like our other podcast five minute basketball coaching podcast high school hoops funnel down or this one go leave a five-star review we really do appreciate that and let's head off to the podcast i am in the car so if <laughs> anything happens and i cut okay. out or this body that, that yeah no worries no worries right back in no. Okay. Perfect. So when's the interview? The interview is tomorrow at 11. Okay. So kind of in the morning. And this will be, this will be my first interview that I've essentially ever had. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so what, what questions do you have for me? I got, I got tons of answers, but I just, what questions do you have for me? Um, I guess a little bit what the process looks like in terms of, okay, so I get to the school. Yeah, uh, this is a school where I, for one, graduated from. Um, I assistant coached there for two years and ran a spring and summer basketball program there okay. for about three years. And the four people on the interview committee, two of which were former coaches of mine, 
Another one was my former elementary teacher, who's now the principal and then the athletic director. So I'm pretty familiar with the people interviewing me, but the process itself, you know, from the moment I walk into the door to the end, uh, I'm totally new to. So you're, you're new to the process. Um, yes. So what does that mean to you? Um, I guess in terms of questions that will be asked, I've been doing a lot of like reading the stuff you sent me. Yep. It's extremely helpful. Okay. So I've been reading through those, kind of thinking about questions, formulating answers. Um, I guess in terms of how I integrate my portfolio into the interview would be something we can maybe talk about. Yep. So um, if they, if, if there've been any requirements that they asked for you or anything they told you, cause I, trust me, I've heard everything from, you know, parents and students on the committee to the, you running a Pratt. I mean, I've heard X's and O's on a whiteboard. I've heard uh, everything possible. Um, have they given you any uh, out what it's going to look like? Uh, not, not. All right. <laughs> That's it makes that makes it harder. So, um, the yeah, <laughs> that's okay. So the portfolio thing, I really wouldn't worry about. Too. Did you run some off to hand out to them? I printed mine off, put it in nice looking folders to hand it to each person, and okay. sent it to the athletic director yesterday. Okay, so I wouldn't really worry about talking about that, um, other than bringing it up. Uh, you know, I, okay, because you know, I'm guessing it's a, it's a, it's not a one page document. I'm guessing it's there's some reading involved in it, so. I really want to worry about that because yeah. they, they, the athletic director already has it. If you're going to hand it out, then at least they're going to see it. I mean, you can, you can ref reference it, but uh -huh. I wouldn't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to go through it. Um, Cause that's kind of like your business okay. plan. Like you're starting a business. This is my business plan. Half the time the business plan isn't you. Yep. So I, that's right. okay. So it's more that you've thought about it. That's I think from the, from the ones I've sat in and the people I've talked to, it's more that you've kind of worked through the process of, you know, what's the youth program going to look like? What's the offense going to look like? Well, whatever your philosophy, that's more what they're worried about. So I, I wouldn't necessarily worry about that. Do you have, before we jump into what they're going to do to you, do you have any questions that you have about the school or the program? Cause they'll, they'll end with that. Um, yeah. Um, I, I think the two questions I've kind of formulated in terms of like the school, the program, the community. I, yep. I mean, I know that like the back, the back of my hand, okay. but uh, one thing, I, one thing I had planned on asking, I guess the athletic director in, in particular, he's from outside of the area. Um, what things he's seen from outside of the area. He's from kind of a more inner city background, whereas okay. my school is a, uh, real rural kind of out in the middle of nowhere school what things has he brought from his previous schools into here okay you know me being an insider at the school and then also what like the chain of command looks like if a parent goes to the athletic director Ooh, that's good and, you yep. know kind of skips the first step of yeah skips the first fist the, the, the first couple steps yeah yeah because the kid should talk to the yeah coach, and then the kid and the parents should talk to the coach. right yeah yeah um so, yep. okay. So those are, those are really good. I would, I would, I mean, I, I think, and I've been very blessed. I, I think it's really important who's around you. Um, will you keep the staff or uh -huh. want to keep your staff or will you want to, how will the hiring of the staff go? Do you, do you have any inkling on that? Like if you would get the job, um, you just keep everybody there. So, so the scenario 
in which I guess is a little bit unique to where the varsity coach stepped down, the JV coach stepped down as well. And the freshman team that we typically ran, I believe is going to be dissolved. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's going to be enough kids. And if that gets brought up, that's probably going to be my recommendation is to dissolve it. Okay. So in terms of assistant coaches, hold on, you broke up there. Hello. So the assistant you, you, coaches, you broke up. Re-say what you're saying there. Okay, so the whole the whole coaching staff is essentially gone. Did right. you hear yep. that? Yep, I heard that. I heard. And yeah. then, yep. So, so then the assistant coach was me. Okay. So I'm I'm essentially the only one left here. So that you know scenario is a little bit unique to where the whole coaching staff is going to have to be brought in. Yeah. Do you have Do you have ideas about that? I do. So I have a, I have a couple people in mind that, you know, I can kind of okay. name drop that I've talked to a little bit. Okay. Okay. Cause that would be my, that and, might be their question that, back to you. Like, do you know who you would want? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so is that, is that kind of what, what you would recommend if that, you know, when that gets brought up, you know, what's your plans for coaching? I've yeah. had conversations with Yeah, I would people. say I would say first of all, I would look at the athletic director and say I don't know how the school this school works. I've already talked to several coaches. Yep. I understand first of all, it's a public I mean, this is a public school, right? It's a public school? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But public yes. schools fall under a whole different category because you have hiring practices, you have state and federal laws about hiring. Yep. So that's when I would turn to the AD and I would say, you know, I, I, I have talked to several people, but I understand that there's a process that we have to go through. You know, I hope that we would be able to work together, you know, as a team, try to find the best fit, blah, 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 kind of thing. Um, because right. you, you just want to have a say in it. Um, you right. just don't want to be given your assistant. You, you know, I understand that maybe the athletic right. director or the principal has to do the hiring, but I just, I, that's what would be my argument. Yep. It's like, you're asking me to build a program. I need to, you know, I'm running this team or this, you know, business. I need to be able to have a say in it. I understand that I don't, I'm not hiring, but um, I need to have a say in it. And that's, and they would respond. Right. You want to come from that. No, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So yep. um, the big stumbling blocks that I've had, so curveballs that I've had friends that go through and other coaches that I've talked to. So curveballs are if they actually make you like, okay, what kind of offense are you going to run? What kind of defense are you going to run? Um, you know, situational yep. stuff. If you feel good with that, um, that tends to be a big stumbling block. Um, so I would okay. make sure you, you have a sense of, you know, or, or a patent answer. Like, you know, they might ask what kind of offense do you want to run? What kind of defense do you want to run? Um, draw me an out of bounds play. What would you do if you're down seven with three minutes to go? Those kind of things when you're going to bed tonight, just start thinking uh -huh. about what you want to say with those. Um, you know, it's depending on okay. how, 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 you know, critiquing they're going to be on that. If they think you know your basketball, they're not going to spend much time on it. Um, so if they feel like, yep. yeah, so, so you got to kind of read the room the guys you described and that you've been in the building, my guess is they won't die. They'll, they know whether you know stuff, so they won't spend too much time on that. Right. So then the, the big one is, so you right. have to put yourself 
this is what I always tell coaches. You have to put yourself in the people that are interviewing you. They're, that's their job, right? And what makes their job yep. a pain in the butt? Parents make it pain in the butt, right? Huh. Unhappy kids, yep. unhappy, people, and the unhappy uh-huh. people. So you have to have an answer for all of those things because if their life is easy, let's say you're 500 and their life is easy, they're much happier than if you're, you know, you win 80% of your games, but they're getting six phone calls a night. Um, so that's where you right. have to, you have to put yourself in the principal and, you know, the ADs. They, if, as long as their phone's not ringing and everyone's kind of semi-happy, they're happy then they can go on vacation yep. they don't have to worry about it so that's where you have to think about you know um how are you going to communicate with parents chain of command is good i always think that's a great one like like i, I and, and i would use this i say most of the time when i've talked to the kids i've dealt with like in my 30 plus years i probably dealt with 90 percent of my problems with me and the kid right the kids aren't always uh-huh. happy with what i'm yep. telling them but at least i'm, I'm honest with them um, then you deal with it five or 10% where the parents got to come in with the kid. And then if it escalates the next level, then you're usually dealing with crazy people and they know you're dealing with crazy people. Um, but right. you need to have that spelled out. Like, how are you going to deal with upset parents? How are you going to deal with, you know, a scenario? Like they might give you a scenario of, okay, John's dad comes after you at halftime as you're walking to the locker room and you're down 17, how are you going to deal with that parent? Uh-huh. Those kind of situations, because those can escalate to the point where that gets to the school board or the principal or the AD. Um, so I think those are the ones you right. got to think about. Um, those tend to be the ones that trip people up because they haven't thought about it. Um, how is the, yep. how's the, how's the theater going into you? What, can you repeat that? Yeah, how is the feeder feeder program or the youth program? Um, I in the past it's been a little bit disconnected from the varsity program, which is something that I would want to kind of take on and push forward in an interview. I have essentially a plan laid out to where we start basketball in fourth grade here. Okay. So you know, in fourth grade we kind of do this we run the same number system as the varsity all the way through whatever so we're kind of on the same plan and trying to get ways to get the varsity athletes involved in the youth program by refereeing you know helping coach a team if that comes up as well as allowing the youth program maybe once a month to come sit in on a practice and see what it's like to where you know there's kind of that connect with the varsity program and the youth program which has been missing in the past. Yep. So I think that, I think that's a huge selling point. And, and when you're doing the interview tomorrow, you know, if I'm looking at two people, I'm picking the, if, if they're close, I'm picking the enthusiastic person. So you got to spell like, this is like, this is what I've always wanted to do. That enthusiasm has, you have to, I have to be able to sense that when I'm in the interview. Um, because sometimes yep. it comes down to like, ooh, I like both these guys, but this guy's like going to be like a, you know, he's going to work 18 hours a day, man. I'm going to hire him because they're close, but I'm going to hire, I'm always going to hire the enthusiastic guy over if I'm dealing with two guys, I'm always going to go after the enthusiastic one. Um, so that's good. So right. the program is the sense. next big thing. Yep. And then the third thing is, I don't know how your school works, but um, 
you know, most public schools don't have enough money. At least ours don't either. So how are you going to raise money? Yep. Booster Club, how are you going to deal with Booster Club? Um, you know, because that, first of all, that's one way coaches get fired because they dip into the Booster Club when they shouldn't. Um, so you want to uh-huh. talk about how you can separate that, how you can isolate parents on that. I mean, there's all sorts of landmines and Booster Clubs. Um, so, you know, I raised all this money. Why is Johnny not playing kind of thing? Or... You know, there's there's all the yep. things that you need to think about, like, because um, they might ask, you know, how you, what's the role of the booster club in your program? How are you going to deal with it? Um, how are you going to raise money? Yep. Are you going to raise money? Um, are there things that you need? Um, you know, uh, usually I laugh and say, yeah, I need a six eight power forward, but um, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, maybe the booster club will have one of those. Okay, okay. And you have one already? Uh, have what? Do they have one? Do they have a booster club already? They Is do. There, they do. And I get, I, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think through a little bit. That's something, I guess, out of all the information I know about the school and the program, I guess that's one of the things that, I don't know a ton about. Yep. So that'd be a great follow-up question because it's like, well, before I, you know, yeah, what does it look like? And then, so another thing that I think you really need to think about that I usually throw back at an interviewee um, is what's your expectation in off-season and or how do you deal with multiple sport athletes? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, Because again, Johnny only has so many hours in a day, and Johnny still should go on vacation with his parents in the summer. Um, but then the football coach, yep. the football coach, and the basketball coach all want three hours from him. How are you gonna like so that interaction? So again, put yourself in the situation of the principal in the AD. How can you intertwine? Like their biggest concern is, well, you don't get along with the football coach. That's gonna be a pain for me. You know, like, how are all of you know we're all this kind of right. together? Um, so again, they're fishing when they ask you that question. Um, because again, yeah. they, want, they want a happy family. They don't want the brother and sister not talking to each other. Um, cause it's, it's harder for them. Right. Um, so I think that's something else you really got to think about, you know, off season activities, you know, I, you know, and I usually tell coaches when they go into an interview, it's like, well, here's what I think. And here's how we'll work with all the other programs. But to be honest with you, I'm going to, I'm going to see the lay of the land. Um, and yours is a little different cause you were there. Um, but usually I tell them, you know, you gotta, you gotta see how the kids react to you. Um, you know what we're going to do. And, right. and the thing is you are in a wacky world right now. Like, um, you know, that's what yeah. I'm, I'm building. Like I'm building, like, I don't know for teachers if you saw it, but I'm building like this whole thing that you could hook up with them. But I'm I, starting in July. I'm going to say, Hey guys, here's a bunch of motivational stuff. Here's a bunch of workout stuff. Here's a bunch of mental stuff. Go do this. Cause I can't uh-huh. go to my gym. Like I can't like 
they won't let me in the gym. They won't let me work my guys out. So I think that's going to be this right. shift over the next, you know, six to 12 to 18 months is like, we might get back in and then we might not get back in. So that might be a question that I've never actually had to deal with a coach with before is, you know, how are you going to deal with this pandemic? Uh-huh. Like, you know, if I'm there, I'm, I'm them right now. I'm saying, how are you dealing with this pandemic? Like, you might have a season. You might not have a season. You might have a shortened season. You might not work out mall this summer. How are you going to, you know, right. intertwine with the kids with, with this new world? Um, so then what right. I would say is go back and say communication, communication, communication. You know, I'm going to try to talk to the kids as much as I can. I'm going to try to communicate. I'm going to try to do Zoom calls. I'm going to try to figure out what works for them because these are uncharted territories, you know, uncharted waters. Um, right. So I think yep. that's the angle you really got to take with it. Um, is there anything you're worried about with the interview? Um, I, I don't really think so. I've been doing a lot of preparing. And, you know, when I found out that the interview committee was four people that, you know, I know very well, and two of them are my references on my resume, then you're in pretty good um, shape. <laughs> I, yeah. Like yeah. I, I would say, no, I, I worry about getting in there and you no know, drawing blanks, but these are people that, you know, I talk hoops with, you know, every time I see them. Yep. So, so here's the key. Here's, I'm going to tell you one of the keys is if you draw a blank, that's fine. Just remember kids first, kids first, kids first, because these are all teachers. They're all educated. Yep. Just remember every, everything you do is based for the kids. Like, how you how you travel on the bus, how you set up practice, how you do your summer programs. Everything should be kids first. I mean, that's the way I've taught for 30 years. It's like everything you do has to be uh-huh. thinking about those kids and those players. And if that then your answer will yeah. be right. If you think kid first, your answer will be right. If you think parent first or you think community first or you think you first, the answer can be wrong. If you're if you're always putting the kid at the center of all your answers, your answer is not going to be wrong. Now, it can be wrong if they say what kind of offense you want to run, and then they don't think that's the right offense. Whatever, you can't control that. Right. Um, you know, uh-huh. I always say I I don't know. Like, here's what I'm thinking we're going to run with the guys coming back, but I don't know. Like, I'm going to adjust. Just like my classroom's going to adjust. Um, but good. I mean, I right. think I think you sound like you're. I mean, trust me, I've done probably 50 of these, and you sound you're in you're in the top 10 percent as far as feeling like i mean a lot of these questions sometimes they ask and they go i have no idea so i think you're in good shape yeah (laughs) i really do um uh how how often do they like typically relate to teaching i guess so uh, like the principal will be in there how often is he gonna throw you know relate your coaching to teaching or tell me what your classroom looks like type of thing um a little bit they will they will a little bit if you're you're not a teacher right no not no so that's okay so they they will they won't curve it back as much because you're not a teacher which is okay um but no i mean they they just want to make sure so that not being a teacher can be a plus or a minus so it can be a plus in the sense that uh-huh. maybe more flexible hours. You can get there at different times. Because if you know anything about teaching, teaching is very structured. You know, here's when your break is. Here's when you're – so 
you have to make that negative into a positive. Yep. I'm not a teacher, but I can take off of work. I can be there whenever something goes down. I'll be there. Um, their biggest concern yep. with you not being a teacher is do you know how to interact with kids? <laughs> you know, so yep. that's, you know, that's their gonna that, biggest concern. Like, are you going to flip out on a kid and go Bobby Knight on him while holy <laughs> crap? You know, that's what they're, you know, uh -huh. um, that's, that's going to be their concern, to be honest with you. So there might yep. do a little ding. And I think. Go ahead. I, I think one of the angles I want to kind of push in the interview, you know, I, I, so I'm like essentially just graduating college with a teaching degree. Right. So eventually one day I will be a teacher. So like, I and I know a couple of the people that is essentially the competition for the job are not teachers. So I think if, I think it is in my best interest to push. You know, you know, maybe a year down the line, we have a math teaching job open, right. you know, that's somewhere where like, I could slide in there. Yep. No, and an, I think an what you sell to them is like, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. This is my calling. I think that's what you got to sell to them too. Uh -huh. like, this is what I want to do. Look, I went back, I got my degree. I want to be a teacher. I got my sort of working on my certification. I'm not there yet, but this is what I want to do. I'm not going to, yep. you know, I'm not going to pull up reins in in six months and get a better job and move away so i think you got to pull that back. right you got to make that a plus for you and the negative for the other guys um uh -huh. but if you've gone through some of the teaching stuff then you're fine like you know all the you know lingo yep. and all the, oh yeah you know, all that you know half the stuff you never use when you teach but they teach you um yes <laughs> that they'll yep. hear yeah yeah, Is yeah. That, so so what if uh like, I guess, what if that never gets brought up? If there's no questions about it, you know, at the end, do they, do they kind of say, you know, do you got anything else for us? And I, I guess me trying to work that in without them, you know, asking about it in case, you know, there's no questions about it. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I, I would just say, you know, I'm really well, at, the end of it, at the end of it, when they ask questions, you can ask questions, but then you can also come back and say, hey, I really want. I mean, be honest, if you want the job, just say, I really want this job. And here's why I want the job. And here's why I think I'll be good for it. Uh -huh. There's no problem with that sell at the end. Because especially when they open it up to you, um, I always like that when people come back and say, hey, I want this job. Like, and here's why I want it. Um, so I think that's a good, I think that's a good thing for that end of the, you know, because you might ask a couple questions at the end about, you know, how does the booster club work? How da 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 but then, hey, I really, you know, just so you, all of you know, I really want this job. This is really important to me. You know, I think I'll be really good for the uh -huh. community, for the people. And then so you got to, you got to market yourself in that 35, 40 seconds. Like, yeah. So I think right. bring that back in. Like, I'm going to get my degree. I want to be a teacher. I love kids. This is, you know, this is a calling. It's like, you know, you can make a, right. Is. It's a calling. It's not like, yeah. So I think that's good. I think that's really good get a good night's sleep that's what i would that would be my last bit of advice too it's always hard to sleep the night before but um yeah, yeah maybe have <laughs> or, a couple of or the, the couple nights before and you know yeah yeah all right any other questions well, i i get I guess, no, I guess that's all I got. No, all right, I want to, you're going to let me know. You're going to let me know, right? Let me know right away. I want to hear. And, and hey, whoa, another yep. follow-up question is, when will the decision be made? 
Because it's really, it's, I, you know, are you, so is there going to be a second interview and when is the decision going to be made? Is not a bad follow-up question. Um, and that can even be in a okay. follow-up email. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the initial interview, um, especially if you have that relationship okay. with the athletic director. But there's nothing worse than waiting, like, yep. first of all, making the paper and someone else gets it. Like, is there going to be a timeline? Um, and that can be in your follow-up thank yep. you to the AD and all the, to the committee. Um, you know, and it can't hurt to write them a little note and say, hey, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And, and you can reiterate some of those things. That's a good thing to do. So they're not used to that in the educational field as much. Those thank you notes, especially for a coach uh -huh. job. Um, hey, thanks for taking the time. I'm super excited. You know, um, blah, 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 and then send that off. You know, off tomorrow. Is, it, is that typically how that is done? You know, these days, I guess, in quotes, to uh, kind of send a thank you email because I know you know you used to send. I would send like the paper one. I would send. A, I would send the paper one. The paper one's unique. Do be be unique. The email's too easy. Be unique. Do a go to Hallmark or whatever and buy a bunch of little cards and just takes you thirty seconds. Mail it off. But the AD is the one I uh -huh. might follow up. I would do a I would do a written note to him. But with the AD, I would follow up if it doesn't come up in the interview. I would follow up with a thank you email to him. And then, cause he's probably the guy making the final decision as the athletic director. Um, and yep. try to figure out a timeline with him. Is there a timeline, blah, blah, blah. Or will there be second, will, will there be a second set of interviews? Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. But I would write a thank you notes. I always like when I got those. Cause that was, that made, that made that person stand out cause they're not as common in um, the educational field. Right. Right. Say that again, Mike. All right, cool. Yeah, do both. My brother said both. He runs a big business. He do both. He said do both. So a follow up email and then send a little note. All right. All right. I'll keep you updated. All right. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know for sure. Good luck. All right. All right. Thank see you. Yeah. Bye bye. It. Yep. No problem. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.